But Brian, you know, I'm just so grateful for what I have. Shouldn't we just be content with what we have? Yeah, I agree we should be grateful. I agree we should be content with what we have. But for most people I talk to, contentment and gratitude are just code for, I gave up on doing something big with my life. Welcome to the Be Bold or Be Forgotten podcast. My name is Brian Brown. Have you ever wondered why some people's stories are told for generations after they've passed, yet most are forgotten within just a few short years? Have you ever put much thought into which category you'll end up in? What we're going to do is go behind the scenes and let anybody who wants to watch me fight. Fight to become a lineage maker for my family while my chips are down and the odds are against me. Maybe in that process, you'll decide that you want to become a lineage maker too. Where did we leave off? Oh yeah, my wife is livid, tensions are high, we've got a second kid on the way, we're not living in the home that I promised that we would have by now, The sacrifices that we made are feeling like that they were maybe all for nothing, and becoming a lineage maker is looking like a long shot. I don't need anybody to feel bad for me. I'm just telling it like it is. What am I going to do? What's my plan? Well, I've invested over a hundred grand into my real world education so that I could unlearn a lot of what I learned the 15 years prior in school. And I'm talking about, I invested in books seminars, audios, one-on-one and group mentorship, courses, you name it. Countless hours have gone into learning from the best. And all of that was for nothing if I don't narrow down exactly what I need to do to put to work for me right now. So I've narrowed down about a dozen or so principles and strategies that I believe that I need to live by if things are going to change. And if I'm wrong, the consequences are dire. I'm going to roll out that plan episode by episode. And today we start with the very first step. You know, because if you don't start with that first single step, the process can feel so overwhelming that we end up making no progress at all. And that's not an option for me. There's one thing that I got to do. One thing that anybody's got to do, really, if they're going to change their situation. And if you're taking notes, I would write down this one thing in big, bold letters. I gotta get sober. I gotta get sober. Now let me give you an example of what you may or may not be able to relate to, but hear me out. I think you'll follow. So imagine you're at a party back, of course, when you were single and you've had quite a few drinks. There's some girls there. Music's playing loud. Lights are down a bit low. And you have this one girl. She comes up to you, starts talking. Now, You're a little bit surprised because she's so good looking and truth be told, you're kind of excited about it because this doesn't happen every single day. Soon enough, she pauses and says with a smile on her face, hey, you'll have to excuse me real quick. I need to run to the ladies room. And before she turns to walk away, she bites her lip and winks at you. This is your shot. No, not to go into the ladies room. Come on, man. It's your shot to tell your buddy What just happened? So you walk over to your good buddy who's your DD for the night and you're all excited. 
hey, did you, did you see that fine girl come up and talk to me? Man, the way she just looked at me, I'm about to get to know her better tonight. And your sober friend just stares at you with a disappointed look on his face, puts his hand on your shoulder and says, my man, I've been standing 10 feet away from you this whole time. How many drinks you had? That girl ain't fine. I better get you home before you do something stupid. See, when we don't have a clear vision, when we have a distorted vision of our current reality, there's a very good chance we will make the wrong move. But here's the truth. Getting sober sucks. Seeing things as they are sucks. Because that means that that fine girl that was hitting on you is just a figment of your imagination. It means you're not as cool or attractive as you thought you were. And it's a blow to the ego. When we look at our current situation as it really is, it sucks. It sucks because it means that we have to realize things aren't as good as we've made them out to be in our mind. See, a leader's job isn't to see things worse than they are. A leader's job isn't to see things better than they are. A leader's job is to see things as they are so we can get clear about where we're starting from. And the first person we got to lead is ourselves. But most of us optimists, we never get clear on where we're really at. And for the record, I believe in being optimistic. I'd rather be an optimist who's right some of the time than the pessimist who's right all of the time. But most often, we don't get clear on where we're really at because of the commonly used four-word phrase, and it goes like this. You ready? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not, it's not that bad. Most human beings, we're professionals at minimizing our situation in one way or the other. And that's why we tend to keep our situation. We think things are going to get better without getting better ourselves. And there's a scientific name to this type of substance, as a matter of fact. It's called hopium, H-O-P-I-U-M. And most of us put that needle into our veins every day. Want change? We got to get sober. So that you can realize that you don't want change. You need change. Oh, you worked another 60 hours this week spending no time on developing new skills. And you hope that next week and next year will somehow be financially different. You haven't kissed your wife like it's the first time for who knows how long. And you're hoping you'll get laid tonight? You have nothing inspiring on your to-do list, yet you hope that you'll be inspired. You've worked for a salary for the last five years, and you hope somehow, someway, that you'll get more time off to spend with your kids before they leave the house for good? You haven't had a gym membership for two years. You're drinking three Dr. Peppers a day, and you're hoping that you'll lose weight soon? You sit your kids in front of the iPad every single day. And you're hoping they'll get better at looking you in the eyes when you talk to them? You've been in that business for how long telling that same story? And you hope that things will magically take off for you? Let me tap that arm for you so we can get your veins ready for that needle. See, to me, it starts with getting clear on where we're really at. But Brian, you know, I'm just so grateful for what I have. Shouldn't we just be content with what we have? Yeah, I agree we should be grateful. I agree we should be content with what we have. 
But for most people I talk to, contentment and gratitude are just code for, I gave up on doing something big with my life. I mean, if you were dirt honest with yourself, do you really believe that you've hit the ceiling on the life that God called you to or designed you to live? No, me neither. Now, I could be wrong, but I believe it starts with getting clear on where we're really at. And I'm talking about the type of clear that after you write some things down, you put your pen down on that paper and you walk away with a pit in your stomach. Like, based on how you're living right now, how many people show up to your funeral? Like, what's your net worth? What's your monthly cash flow? Put it on paper. See how you feel. We're talking about things like, who's your kid's hero? Like, if your kids modeled what you do, would you be setting them up for success or mediocrity? If your grandma was watching you when nobody else was, Would she be proud? Would your wife even want to date you if you weren't already married to her? And based on what you've done so far, could you even be considered a lineage maker? Like, if you showed up to the gates of heaven today, how many precious hours would you have to tell God that you wasted? Again, no judgment. It took me a long time before I sat down and wrote out my current situation. I avoided it. I hoped things would get better on their own. I hoped business would pick up. I hoped that certain investments would pan out. I hoped that things would get better without me getting better. And I let my attention get diverted to things that I couldn't control. But that's for another episode. We got to get sober. Otherwise, things are just going to get worse. No, not the same. Worse. Because you're either growing or you're dying. I wish there was an in-between, but there isn't. Now, if all we did was write down our current situation without minimizing it, that would be powerful. And I am not saying that you should be hard on yourself. Contrary to popular practice among us driven men, that's actually counterproductive. But that's a whole nother eye-opening episode in the future that you're not going to want to miss. All I'm saying is just get sober. But there's another step in this process that I decided to take. And it's especially useful if you're living in Comfortville. However, it can be deployed at any time. And it's what I call the unforgiving ripple. And it doesn't just give you a pit in your stomach. It makes you lose sleep. Like wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, lost sleep. But I don't blame you if you don't have the guts to go do it. The unforgiving ripple, man. See, for me, here's how I look at it. If I don't make more passive income and design a system where I can make money from anywhere in the world, it means I don't get to world school my kids, which means they go to school to be raised by the state instead of being raised with the values I believe are important to instill. It means that if I don't take care of and deliver for my wife, it could very well mean that my kids are raised by another man. If I keep going at it on my own with the weight of the world on my shoulders, it means I burn out and I just have to keep taking that test again and again until I pass it. If I don't make X amount of dollars in the next three to five years, I don't get to buy my dad the plane or my mom a cabin in the mountains while they can still enjoy it, which means me as a son, I didn't get to show them how grateful I am for all they did for me. 
If I don't reinvent myself and win big, it means I let a lot of people down who are following me. If I don't create significantly more capital in the short term, the window of opportunity to get into real estate deals with people like Justin Spaulding shuts, which means I miss out on exponential financial abundance for my family over time. If I don't create significantly more passive income and influence, kids that we could be helping with our foundation don't get our support and resources, which could very well mean some of them end up dead or in jail. If I don't set an example for what a great marriage looks like, my kids probably pick the wrong spouse. If I don't become a lineage maker, my great-grandkids probably don't even know I existed. I don't know what your unforgiving ripple is, but I hope you take the time to write it out. See, the unforgiving ripple does something else that's very important. What it does is it gets you crystal clear about what you really want, why you want it, and that's important because we've got to start with the end in mind too. And if we don't get sober, things are just going to get worse. And neither one of us wants worse. It's part of the reason that you're still here listening. Getting sober, it's vital. It's a great starting point, but it doesn't solve any of my immediate challenges. I realize there's some very real conversations that I need to have if I'm going to be able to make the changes that I need to make for my family. And in the coming episodes, I'll share some unexpected lessons that were revealed to me after listening to a Chinese man who despises my profession, by the way. I listened to him talk for a hundred hours this past summer, and I'm going to talk about how that ultimately led to a sit-down conversation with my dad that had me in tears. At the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves, if I don't win, who's going to lose? If I don't win, who is going to lose? Because here's the truth. If we don't do something significant with our lives, why does it even matter how long we live? And the way I see it, we've got two options. Tiptoe quietly to the grave of forgotten or be bold and become a lineage maker for our families. We're going to go on a journey together to find out exactly what it takes to make sure when our great-grandkids get asked who their great-grandfather is, they won't fall victim to a frozen pen. Hey, it's Brian. If you find this podcast to be worth your time, I'd ask you to consider giving it a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If it's a complete waste of your time, give it one out of five stars. If it's at all relevant to you living a better life and you plan on listening further, consider giving it five stars. Thank you in advance. And when you're ready, we've got an exclusive Lineage Makers official Facebook group that I'll invite you to access after you rate the podcast. Head over to brianjbrown.us forward slash podcast for more resources and details. You can also connect with me on Instagram at brianjbrown. I look forward to seeing you on the other side and in the next episode.